Hello and welcome to the Humura Show, hosted by me, Humura Ruth. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing lovely. And if it's not going well for you, take it to the Lord in prayer. Welcome to today's episode. Now, I apologize. I have been away for about a month and then some, but that's because a lot of things that were going on in my life. I lost a number of people, not not a number of people, but I've had people, you know, passing away and then did lose um, a few people. COVID has been really, really bad, but let's not um, focus on that. That's very sad to think about. So welcome to today's episode. I am happy to do this and I'm going to be more consistent. I mean, the pandemic has really had a hard time. The very, at the start of the pandemic, it was easier, but when it gets close to you, then it gets really hard. But uh, thank God that is getting me through it. Anyway, welcome to today's episode. I am going to be more consistent than ever. Um, I've had, I'm learning. I'm learning on the journey and I'm sorry for being very inconsistent. But today I am taking you to Western Uganda once again. And we are going to be visiting the Chigambira Safari Lodge. Now, if you read the name of this lodge on paper, if you're not from Uganda, you probably would read it as Kigambira, but it's actually pronounced as Chigambira Safari Lodge. So that's where I'm going to take you. It's in Western Uganda, and we're going to visit it and have a good time there. So stay tuned. Hey, sorry for the interruption, but if you love Zihu Marasho, thank you so much. And by any chance, if you love motorsport, then you love my two new podcasts that are dedicated to motorsport. I have a podcast called ZF1 Amateur that is dedicated to Formula One motorsport. And I also have a podcast dedicated to Formula E motorsport called Z Formula E Podcast. Pretty exciting, isn't it? Now, if you'd love to listen to any episode from these motorsport podcasts, just go to your favorite podcasting platform or where you're listening to Zihu Marshall from and type in ZF1 Amateur or type in Z Formula E Podcast. It's that easy. Or you can even Google ZF1 Amateur Podcast or Z Formula E Podcast if you're interested in Formula One and Formula E Sports. Now, let's go back to the show. So I am I to, I say this a lot. I've said it on the podcast. I am half Muganda, half Machiga. So in Uganda, you identify with your father's tribe, and the Machiga from Western Uganda. So I don't know. It only comes natural for me to to take you to places in Western Uganda. But I'm going to work more when I was incorporating the northern part of the country and the eastern part of the country as well as the south. Well, we don't really have a south because the south is Lake Victoria, but still there are islands in Lake Victoria. And guess who? Which people live on the islands? The Baganda. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try and incorporate more of that into it. But let's go to Chigambira Safari Lodge now. Why I love it, it's a luxury eco, um, eco lodge that's built in the southern part of Lake Mboro National Park. If you've been on this podcast, I've taken you to Lake Mboro National Park. It's Uganda's smallest park. And what's interesting about it is there are five lakes in the park. And I think Lake Mboro is the largest lake within the park. But so another lake in the park is Lake Chigambira. I have talked about Lake Mboro. Please subscribe to the podcast and listen to those episodes. So I've talked a lot about the Lake Mboro, but there are also other lakes there. And one of the other 
for four legs is like chigambira now it's a luxury echo lodge which means it's very eco friendly and if you know me you know i actually am passionate about you know protecting our planet and uh, f future sustainability those are things that align with me especially if you listen to my formula e podcast which is about electric racing i'm passionate about such things so this lodge is eco-friendly in fact um it operates entirely i think on solar you see a lot of solar panels if you're there not a lot but you see solar panels so you don't have to worry about um lodge shedding and i love the fact that we they're using energy from the sun that's very that's very me, I should say. Doesn't mean that I actually have a solar panel with me. But anyway, so the Safari Lodge, the Chigambira Safari Lodge, is located between Lake Chigambira and the Ranga Forest. So straight away, you know, you're going to experience a lot of nature, a lot of greenery. And I, I don't know who doesn't love nature, but I love nature. I just love looking at green. In fact, if you put me like in an apartment without um some sort of like compound or backyard space with greenery it makes me sad i just love looking at trees and nature and it's just so beautiful and anyway 20 percent of this park of the lake mbori national park features wetlands so it's only natural for you to see that but when you get to um so let's just generally look at lake mburu because then when you know what's in Lake Mburu, you know what to expect when you go to the Safari Lodge because the Safari Lodge is therein. So Lake Mburu is home to over 350 species of birds. I think I say that a lot. Uganda has a lot of birds. There's a lot, I think we have a thousand species of birds or so. So Lake Mburu is home to over 350 species of those birds. You see the shoebill, the red fish barbet, the African finfoot, like there's a lot of birds if you love birds then this is your place to be and it's also home to 68 mammal species that's a lot of species here you find impalas in lake mburu in fact uganda's impalas are only found in lake mburu i stand to be corrected but i think they're only found in the savannah in lake mburu you find the oribi you find the buffalo which is the second most dangerous i think hoofed mammal after the hippopotamus you find the water bug now these ones this is a large antelope mainly found in sub-saharan africa you find huge herds of zebra and i think the largest population of the ugandan zebras are found in lekumburu about five thousand of them and i love to say they've got big bums <laughs> they've got like a really healthy behind you find um leopards you find lions uh the largest african antelope which jumps about three meters high you find baboons i talked about the buffaloes these you find the tallest living animal here the giraffe i am always in awe of the giraffe because it's beautiful it's very gorgeous i don't know if you've seen these um i've forgotten the name but i think there's a lodge or resort in kenya where you can um you know wake up in the morning and have breakfast with the giraffes so the way they built it is that it's it's like a double it's a double storied kind of building i've never been but you can and then it has these windows large windows so in the morning as you have breakfast and you see it the giraffes can actually come tilt their head through the window and actually say hello to you at your table and you could feed them or you could go outside and feed them it's just so beautiful being with nature for me 
and they've also got the most amazing eyelashes they are just beautiful you should look at a giraffe i mean you can even google a giraffe and it's just so gorgeous and interestingly we had those rare there's a rare species of giraffes that were also native i think to uganda and to kenya but during the times of Idi Amin, they were shot down he was using them as target practice that is quite unfortunate anyway we still have do we still do have some beautiful wildlife to showcase nevertheless. So if you're coming from Kampala, which is a capital city of Uganda, it's about four hours, four and a half hours drive from Kampala via Masaka Road to Lake Mburu National Park. But as you get there, you can actually stop on your way and visit the equator because the equator passes through Uganda. And then you end up in Chiruhura district and to be specific, where you find Chigambira is, I think, in Nyabushozi County. Now, on paper or when you're reading this on your screen, it will look like it's it's spelled. If you're reading it according to the way it's spelled, it's literally it's Kiruhura and then Nyabushozi. I don't know. Some people pronounce the B-U like Nyabushozi, but that's not how you pronounce it here. You just say Nyabushozi and then Chiruhura. So the district is Chiruhura and the county is Nyabushozi. Now, around the park, you find um, the Banyankore and the Bahima pastoralists. And they're usually sometimes wearing these um, long-horned cattle. I think that are native to Western Uganda. I stand to be corrected. But if you, I don't know if you've seen those very special cattle, but they're brown. There's some that are brown. Maybe you could... I'm not sure you can find them in black. But that milk chocolate brown and they've got these very huge big horns that you know come up from the from the head they kind of draw out and then they narrow in to the top so they look sharp and dangerous but yeah and i once saw a statistic that said that i stand to be corrected i don't know if it was even a fact or truth but i saw that there was a, a relatively fair percentage of americans who believed that uh milk Choc chocolate milk comes from brown cattle <laughs> i am not sure about that but yes i saw that i anyway so yeah you get to the park now the park is named the lodge the Saf chigambira safari lodge is named after lake chigambira but why it's called lake chigambira is um i think it's because i'm not sure but i had it's because that chigambira is is a warning it was a warning i think to the people that lived there back in the day to be aware that they could be eaten up by land. So the word in itself, Chigambira, is a play of Nyankole and Luganda words which are synonymous with warning. So I would think in Luganda it would be Chagambirwa. And then I don't know what it would be in Nyankole, probably Chigambira, I don't know. But a play of those those words from both Runyankole and Luganda mixed together to come up with Chikambira, meaning it was told, I think it was told that, you know, if you're not careful, you could be eaten by lions, something along those lines, because anyway, there's a lot of game running around the place like we talked before. Now, the lodge is fairly new. It was established, opened in October 2020. So it's a very young, new, eco-friendly lodge. 
and there's a lot that you can do well there so since it's within a national park you can obviously go for do a game drive you can do boat trips on lake mburo you can hike through the forests because it's between Lake Chigambira and the Ruranga forest and I think it's a low canopied forest so you get really close to nature so yeah you can do that uh, kind of forest that hike forest hike you can also do take a trail around Lake Chigambira you can view some game from wherever you are whether you're having a picnic by the lake or i don't know because you can actually see some hippos in the water you can also do a boat cruise at lake mburo you can also there also day and night horse safaris in the park in lake mburo park you can also do some fishing at lake mburo you can do campfires at the lodge there's you can do bird watching because of the many birds that we have nature walks you can also um, mingle with the local communities the banyankore and the bahima communities and what i love about uganda is that if you come to if you come to eastern uganda and you actually mingle with the traditional community in eastern uganda the local community in eastern uganda it's going to be a different experience from what you get when you mingle with a community in western uganda and when you mingle with a local community in northern uganda because of the diversity we have here because of the different cultural practices and lifestyles that you have here so what you experience in eastern uganda will not be the same as what you get in northern uganda it will not be the same as what you get in western uganda which is something i love about uganda because of all this it doesn't get monotonous at all you can also watch some traditional dances from the local people i have to say for me what would be exciting is local food oh i would love to have that um you know i told you i grew up mostly in central uganda so i don't really know so much about the west but what i love oh my god what makes me sing is kalo and ishawe if you can you know because as you get to the park you can actually stop by the equator you know there are also some local restaurants around there or even when you get to the park you can just try out Kalo and Ishawe. Now, I think you either love it or you don't. Kalo is millet bread. Ishawe, I don't even know how to describe Ishawe, but it's made from milk. It took me a long while to know that ghee is clarified butter, so I think it would take me a long while to know what Ishawe is in English. I don't even know if it has a name, but just know it comes from milk, and it is beautiful you have to get someone who does it right to actually get it right it tastes really nice so you even eat it with your hands you you pinch your millet bread i don't know pinch of your millet bread and dip it in the shower that for me is heaven or you can um western uganda sometimes they do this thing of um boiling meat without any uh, they don't add any spices or what because sometimes you do meat and you add a lot of spices these and that and that and that you know your flavors you don't know black pepper and uh, i don't know what you use reiko <laughs> uh turmeric whatever but sometimes they just make the meat as it is and oh my goodness it is amazing the first time someone tells me just told me to you know try boiled meat i was like i don't think it would taste nice i mean what's the how can you just eat boiled meat but if you try it there it is so amazing because i think because it's so rich you're only getting the flavor of the meat on its own and it's not fighting with anything else it's not trying to be enhanced by any other spice so that for me oh my god even thinking about it puts a smile on my face it is amazing and 
still as you get to the park they also craft shops so selling african inspired pieces and you know those are really colorful and gorgeous so yeah you can get a heart a drum i don't know whatever you fancy or african paintings that's beautiful but when i think about the food i just can't stop and then there's also um bushera now bushera can mean porridge or it can mean that cold drink that westerners take you should try it so if you're asking for bushera you have to specify whether you mean the cold one or the hot one the hot one is just millet porridge which you can take i've done that a lot you can either like it with milk or without milk you also have to remember there's an abundance of milk because anyway think about it as you get to the park you're going to see lots of cattle so obviously milk is not something people um i think people find it hard to get i stand to be corrected but there's a lot of milk so yes you can have it with milk without milk but you can do the bushera the cold bushera it is really nice it is really nice and i, I can't even describe that taste it just tastes like bushera that's how much i love it i don't know how to describe it and then you can also when you're at the lodge if you can uh, i don't know find an opportunity of booking to see a traditional dance it would be so amazing because as much as Western Uganda is Western Uganda, the different tribes dance differently. The way the Banyankore dance is different from the way the Bachiga dance or the way, I don't know if the Batoro have a dance. But yeah, it's it it's very entertaining and, and amazing when you just do such, thing, such things. Anyway, now let's really get into the whole lodge thing. I got so taken away by that. But so the lodge in itself, it has... 12 well-designed and spacious rooms that are beautiful so when you see the lodge from afar or if you've seen like pictures of the lodge the they're called bandas but to me okay they, i will call them cottages but they're called bandas so if i say this banda that banda that banda i'm referring to a cottage which in other words would be like a room so it's not built it's a lodge why would it be built like a hotel but what i'm saying is that you have a main main building with the main lodge and all that but then when you diff um because it's spread out on an acre of, not an acre of land but acres of land i don't know how big they are but there's like different if you're seeing it from above in the sky they're like different huts everywhere and in those huts is where your rooms are so they're different kind of rooms you can have a single room a double room or a triple room in other words you can have like a deluxe or a family banda there's also a honeymoon suite we'll talk about the prices later but if you look at it from afar it, it looks like a grass thatched hut but instead you know the roof of the hut literally looks like it's coming down to the ground you know i don't know if you get that idea so it's a grass thatched hut a very big grass thatched hut that looks as though the roof of the hut is almost touching the ground but when you come up close and there's a they're all spread out it's beautiful the bandas are all spread out all the cottages are all spread out and there's like tiled pathways that lead you to each one of them and along those tile pathways or on either side of the tile pathways is lots of grass and you occasionally see some trees now far from the bandas depending on which banda you are you have a view of uh lake gambira and lots of uh, forest like trees oh my god but lots of trees i think i would say and some hills with lots of green it's a very peaceful beautiful view now as you get to each banda obviously you realize that the the roof 
the grass thatched roof doesn't actually touch the ground but it almost does and you realize that each banda is elevated it's built on like pillars of bricks they're like uh pillars of bricks at the bottom and then the banda is on top of them so with this long grass thatched roof that almost comes down so to get to your banda you actually take stairs and why it's elevated is for your safety you're in a game park for goodness sake so you kind of need some bit of elevation so that uh the animals wouldn't jump to you but it has never happened even though it's a new fairly new load it never really happened never happens it never happened but it's a beautiful thing to be one with nature to be one with nature but yes and uh most of the bandas do have a balcony i think all of the bandas have a balcony i stand to be corrected and they're beautiful 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 places i'm going to start describing them but let's get into pricing first so to get into the park you have to remember it's twenty thousand shillings per adult that's okay i'll just tell you this a u.s dollar here is about three thousand six hundred fifty shillings so when i say twenty thousand you can do the math let me see that's about one two three like six seven dollars i would say per adult per day and then for children it's five thousand so it's a dollar and then a little some i don't know cents after that and those are the park fees now when you come to Gambira safari lodge uh when it comes to daily rates um so you do have a honeymoon suite which is gorgeous the honeymoon suite costs about eight hundred twenty thousand uganda shillings per person per night so you can do the math to, to dollars i don't know why i didn't do the math for that to dollars but that i would i think that would be about let me see 150 it's like 300 like 350 dollars i stand to be corrected per person per night that's for a ugandan and then if you are a foreigner that's 450 dollars per night per person then if um if you're taking on the family banda, now bear in mind, these prices might change because of the time I got them is different from the time we're in right now. Then the family banda, which can sleep two adults and two kids, I will describe that later, is about 1.2 million Uganda shillings for the family and then about 645 US dollars for foreigners. And then you can also have opportunity to to um, cater for your drivers because sometimes you come from Kampala and you have a driver with you and your, your driver is not going to sleep in your car. So you need to get them accommodation that can be arranged. It will cost you about full board for the drivers, 50,000 to 100,000. So you can still do the math. 50,000 to 100,000. That's less than $50, I should say, for your driver. And then when it comes to the other rooms, it's about 400,000 per day per person that's for ugandan and then seven hundred thousand per day for two people sharing a room still for ugandan when it comes to for a foreigner that's 215 to 320 dollars per day for a single tourist and then 315 to 450 dollars per day for two tourists living in chigambira i hope that's descriptive enough <laughs> So now let's get into what a banda could look like. So when you get to the when you get to the Chigambira Safari Lodge, it is beautiful because I love nature anyway. So you have a lot of greenery around you. The air does smell different, does feel different from the air you take it in the city center. But that I think that happens to a lot of places really. 
in the city centers it's congested it's loud and all this but when you come here it's just serene and peaceful and there's a lot of grass thatched buildings or cottages or one bandas everywhere so it's beautiful but they're well spaced out so they don't look congested to your eye so you get out you come to the reception of course you sanitize and all this in the pandemic and um the reception is very earthy to me it has those earthy brown tones to it you will see um some warm lighting at the reception maybe a picture of an elephant at one end of the reception wooden tables and all this and all that so they just really incorporate that kind of african cottagey feel to it and then when you get to a banda, so I already described what a banda looks like on the outside. You take up this, you climb up the stairs and uh, wooden doors, of course. I love that. I love, I love that. I don't know whether I would enjoy living in a jungle, but yeah, that's really fun. And then you open your door. Let's say it's a deluxe um, banda. So you have a bathroom in it and then you have your sleeping area in it. Your bathroom um, is literally right off when you enter your banda so let's say on the left side is another door when you open your when you get into your banda on the left side is another wooden door you open it now the bathroom doesn't have that cottage ceiling kind of look it has a norm an almost normal ceiling like you know what a normal ceiling would look like in a normal house but and it's a modern contemporary bathroom i would say i would describe it like that with wooden tiling and throw in the shower so you have a standing walk-in shower is it a standing walk-in shower or just a walk-in shower with a glass door in its side and then i think to tie in the modernity with the african feel you have a stone brick wall on the side of course you have a vanity a cabinetry and you get a dental kit you get shower cups you get lotions from cj they use i think the line called cj i'm not sure i don't really know it but you get lotions and you get shower cups and a dental kit which i thought was really nice so you have your standing shower your toilet there and then you so yeah and you do have little windows for ventilation into your bathroom i like that i think that's a detail nobody should ever forget a bathroom always needs ventilation so you get that and then you walk out it's fairly sized um and not too big it's appropriate honestly for a banda and when you get out you do have some cabinetry on right when you walk into because i said if you walk into your banda on the left you're probably going to have a bathroom and toilet now i think that style depends on which banda you are in then on the right you have some cabinetry on the side wooden cabinetry of course in your cabinetry you have extra storage space and then you have a mini fridge you'll also get a safe on top of your cabinetry there's an electric kettle pretty nice my mom loves that <laughs> um teacups you'll also get your keys for your room you'll also get door tags you know different door tags like if you're leaving your banda you could leave the tag on the door that says please collect my laundry or do not disturb or whatever it is and then you have some african inspired ornaments on the table and then you have a african when i say african inspired painting or photo just know it's probably a picture of an elephant on the wall or a picture of something african really and then so the quarter your room does have it has um what should i say a quarter that grass thatched roof but it's a relatively high one so that's really nice and you also do get a desk area and your desk area has views throughout the desk area has a window so when you look through the window you get a, a beautiful view of um 
the rest what the rest what your outside looks like and that's that's a lot of green so you when you look outside on that when you sit on that office area in that chair when you look outside you see well done manicured lawns and tiled pathways that lead to you know each banda or take you away from your banda to another banda you don't see so many bandas which is nice so it doesn't obstruct the view of the trees and just greenery around you so it's a beautiful place to work you probably will get um a booklet that will tell you more about chigamira in your in your room in your banda then you do have a big bed. I don't know the difference between a king size and a queen size bed. So you do get one of those in the deluxe room. And then at the foot of the bed, you do get two chairs to sit in, a rustic table. It's a canopy bed with uh, modern, um, what are they called? Table, bedside tables on either side of the bed. You get a telephone as well to be able to call for, I don't know, room service call another person living in an, another banda who you came with but you're not sharing a room with i thought that's really nice you also have an antique chest for extra storage and yeah it's beautiful as that i don't know if i forgot anything or oh, the floor is wooden as well love that you also get a bit of a balcony sometimes <laughs> it depends on which banda you are in yeah and you have a welcome not on your bed for you welcoming you to the place now, if you there's also a family banda. I told you this one is deluxe, deluxe style. <laughs> My English is a mess. Deluxe style. So you do have a king or queen size bed. I don't know which one it is. And then you also have um another door that leads you into a, some sort of other room where you find twin beds that are separated. So I think those beds would be for one of your children so one child takes one bed the other child takes another bed you also get a balcony i love the balcony doors um because um the balcony doors in the honeymoon suite i saw these these ones are really really pretty because when you open them you actually don't realize that when you get out onto the balcony and you close them they look like like doors that would that are opening up to um a wooden closet a wooden closet with some glass shelving don't know if that makes sense but when you get out of the honeymoon suite and you're starting out and you're looking at the doors it looks like doors that open up to a wooden closet with glass paddling on either side of the door so it's really really pretty and nice and yeah i think that's pretty much it i talked about the prices i talked about the things that you could do you could also do a picnic in the bush you could also have a dinner in the bush of course you can arrange that with the lodge and you definitely have to have a game arranger with you for safety because you're not going to go out and have and just sit by the lake and just just eat your way you could be someone else's dinner okay that's exaggerating that's never happened but it's just safer to have a game ranger with you so you could organize and have um picnic dinner or i don't know dinner in the bush that's really nice <laughs> but i think it's something that i do once and be over it because <laughs> i didn't i didn't spend most of my life in the city center although i grew up in the city so it, i'm so over that yeah and did i mention like like a hotel would um the chigambira safari lodge you get parking space you can also have laundry services close by there's a business center a honeymoon package we talked about the honeymoon suite health and fitness facilities a gym and all that and you can also do some camping which is pretty exciting if you love camping and this is an opportunity for you to buy african inspired crafts so yeah you could do that 
and um there's a pool as well and uh i'm not sure whether it was a hot tub or a jacuzzi but there's something else there but there's a pool you can also lounge by the pool and have a great time there with your friends or i don't know but what i love about um having like a, a kind of picnic meal in, in close by the lake is that when you see you actually literally are in the not the bush but there's like the grass is cleared and all that but you actually see it and you can see the lake it is so peaceful and beautiful and let me describe what you see so you see the lake and the lake is just it looks big obviously but apparently it's the smallest lake in lake Mbu. no it's not the smallest it's smaller than lake Mbu, the chigambia lake but you see the lake and at the end the lake comes out and it's just it just comes out and goes and goes and goes far but at the border of each curve you see some hills with lots of greenery on the hills and some trees right by your side another side so it's just very peaceful and serene to actually sit there you forget about you know whatsapp you forget about instagram and you just soak in the beauty of nature that god has given us it's just very peaceful to have a meal by that and then um like i said you can also do a dinner there you also have to arrange that with the lord and probably have a game ranger come with you you can also do um because you're in the park you can also do i think it's a horse safari you can do a day and night horse safari you can arrange that because you're in the park you can also fish at lake mburo you can take a boot i said boot a boat cruise in lake mburo i remember there's a lot of birds to see you can if you're if you're into this you can wake up early to watch the sunrise the sunrise in nature because um there's lots of gentle hills there so if you see the sun coming up that is spectacular i forgot to say if you're in the honeymoon suite oh my god this is the view so in the honeymoon suite i think it's closest to the lake you have um low canopy canopy oh my god canopy low okay just the trees are relatively low they're not as tall as you know trees in some other forests so you do see a lot of trees thickness of trees and over those trees you see a water body that's a lake and bordering that water body is another set of trees and then bordering that set of trees is another lake and bordering that lake you see hills in the distance with green around them isn't that beautiful it's like straight out of a picture a painting this famous guy this painting is by um there was a painter who was famous oh my god let me google him by bob ross oh my god i literally paused the podcast to go and look you know those bob ross paintings you are actually in one it is beautiful it is peaceful i think all the problems drift away when you're just seeing it because you can see like two water bodies and in between each is you know a can a low canopy of forest and and prior to that you still see a canopy of forest it's just beautiful and the mountains in the distance oh my god no wonder uganda is the part of africa <laughs> i'm not bragging it's actually true it's beautiful it's spectacular so yeah that's pretty much or the main building in the evening is also beautiful the main lord i don't know why i call it a main building but yeah so i like the fact it has very very high ceilings so it's a double story quartet does that make sense wooden floors in the night warm lighting comes on so it's a kind of romantic soft feel 
and the bar area is spectacular as well because you have these very soft warm lights that gently heat the bottles of wine or alcohol whatever alcohol is on the shelves and it just looks beautiful and these because it's double storied but still in the center there's like these very high ceilings and you do have it's not a chandelier but i would describe it as a chandelier made out of horns so i just said sore oh my god so um you know what a horn looks like a horn has a sharper end which is smaller and then as you go to the other side it gets bigger and wider so I th in those in that wider rim of the horn is where the lighting is so you have a horn inspired chandelier hung up from the top and if you're that um second floor of the main lodge you'll actually have some views of the of nature in the dark i'm sorry about the noise you're hearing out there but of nature in the dark and there's a lot of sitting area so you should not be worried about you know can i have a place to sit there's lots of sitting area if you come with a lot of people you definitely have a lot of places to sit and just chill and you know be in the pitch black with this warm lighting it's just a beautiful place and and i think that wraps up my chigambira safari road episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you had a good time i hope it, it just made you feel calm and just appreciate nature more and when i look at these things i wonder how someone would think okay let's not go there but anyway it's a beautiful place and i hope you enjoyed it now next week i'm still bringing you something else on the podcast it's not in relation to um what we've been talking about it's not in relation to lodges or beautiful places to stay but rather we're going to do we're going to look at ugandan television next week we're going to look at also real estate in uganda soon how to get a the cars you find in uganda and all this and all that so i'm spicing up the podcast channel i hope you enjoy it and i hope you have a good time thank you so much for listening in and as always don't forget to subscribe to the podcast channel leave a review if you can that sure helps a lot and if you'd like to get in touch don't hesitate my email address is mbavaziruth77 at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram. Um, the page for this podcast is at Show. On Twitter, my handle is at Ruth. And if you'd like to send a message, my number is plus 256-778-96503. Thank you so much for listening in. Have a good day.